0: Hi guys, Uh, welcome to Geekly Live. I'm Jatin and we have another fun episode of our Instagram chats. Uh, This week you have sound really special joining us all the way from Riverdale. Uh, Yep, that's correct. That's Dan Perrin, one of the leading artists for Archie Comics. He'll be joining us shortly for a fun chat. But before I get to Dan, I have a bunch of stuff that I want to discuss. One of them has been a barrage of messages that I've been getting uh, about the books right behind me. Most of them are comic books. Um, one of the questions was, have I read all of them? Um, the, the true answer is that I've read most of them, about say 98%, 99%. Uh, the other thing was that if I would recommend some comic books uh, for people. Um, and I obviously can recommend a lot of them. In fact, uh, I have a few of them uh, ready uh, to be recommended today. Uh, I'm gonna to be a little biased today. I'm gonna to start with some of my favorite Indian comics. Um, I also happen to be friends with these people. If you've been to any of the Comic Cons in India, you would have seen uh, these guys at the the Indian Artist Alley in the Indian guest area. So I'll start with the first one uh, is Holy Cow. Um, there may, some of the more popular titles are Ravanayan and Aghori. Um, they deal with alternate uh, Hindu mythology and really intense stuff. Um, it's published by um, Vivek Goel, who also happens to be uh, one of the artists on the comics. And uh, along with a bunch of writers such as uh, uh, Ramvi and Vijendra Mohanty and many others. Um, you can check out more of these comics and buy them on holycow.in. Uh, next up is Angry Maushi. Uh, by Abhijit Kini. Abhijit has been a guest on the chat for a uh, couple of episodes back. Um, we plugged it then, but I'm plugging it again. Angry Marshi is one of his most popular titles. Um, and it's uh, available on his website, Studios.com. Next up is Holy Hell by uh, Meta Desi Comics. Uh, this is quite an intense comic, uh, not for the light-hearted. Uh, it's by Akshedhar and Zafar Krishid and Abhijit Kini. He's the artist on this. You can check out this comic and maybe try out the digital copy first um, on uh, metadesicomics.com. Next up is someone who worked with us at Comic Con and he took a very long time to make this comic. This is their main title, Vrika. It's by Chariot Comics. Uh, the creators are Anrudo Chakravarti and uh, Tarun Sahu. Uh, this is available on chariotcomics.com. I think they ship the physical copy as well now. Something next up is the last recommendation for this week. This is uh, one of the newer labels on the block, but the people behind it have been there for a while. Um, it's called In this Verse. It's about a brand new superhero, ecologically friendly. Um, it's a trilogy. It's quite a quite a set of books. Um, so. You know, you should check it out. It debuted uh, at Mumbai Comic Con last year. Uh, it's by Arunab Kumar, if you know him from TVF, Alok Sharma, and the artist uh, Swamin Patel. Obviously, there's a bunch of other creators on it. You can check out in this Verse and all the other comics um, on uh, on indisverse.com uh, I'll be listing all the websites uh, in the caption for this video, so you can check it out there. And before I get to Dan, I just want to um, again mention uh, big thanks to all the essential workers out there. Now that Unlock 1.0 has started, um, the infections are gonna probably go up. They are already. So it's gonna be a lot of work for them. So I hope uh, they're sticking out great and you know we thank them obviously. Um, the other thing I wanna mention is the fact that there are a lot of people obviously struggling um, out there thanks to the pandemic. Um, and all of us can obviously help out in various ways um, some of the easy ways to do this is to contribute to organizations across India We will be recommending three of them today, and you get the links for it in the caption for the post The first one is help page India. Uh, the second one is world vision India save the children and the last one is um, the last one is uh, uh, Sorry donate cart for all the animal charities out there Someone just asked me why no Hindi comics. Um, well, these are all Indian comics. They, some of them have, are, they're Hinglish, if not totally Hindi. You should check those out, but I'll have Hindi comic re- recommendations um, out there as well in the coming weeks. Anyways, let me get to our special guest today, Dan Parent. Um, Dan's been a leading artist with Archie Comics for a long while. He's also um, worked with the likes of DC Comics, Boom Studios, IDW, and Valiant. And he's also had his own uh, creator-owned series called uh, Die Kitty Die. Um, I'll add Dan to start the chat with him now. Okay, while we're waiting for Dan to accept the live chat um, are you recommending any artist spaces, Um, not right now Um, artist platforms to support, I'm saying check out um, the artists and the creators in the comic recommendations that I made Um, obviously I'll list them again in the caption for the video but um, there's Holy Cow uh, Entertainment, MetaVacy Comics um, Charade Comics Uh, Indusverse and Abhijit Kini Okay, we've not been able to add uh, Dan, let me try again
1: Hello. Hey, Dan, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. good.
0: Thanks for joining me for the chat. Uh, I know it's what, about 10 a.m. there.
1: Am I it's, correct? It's uh, 10 a.m., yeah. yeah. So I, know you, I think you're in New Jersey, right? I am in Pennsylvania. I'm about um, an hour away from okay. New York City. Okay,
0: so I know there's also been a lockdown there, but I think it's easing up now. So how's that going for you?
1: Uh, like New York has been, um, pretty, they're, they're doing pretty well, actually, because they obviously were like the worst hit part of the country or the world actually. Um, but they're actually doing, um, pretty good right now in New York city. They had a pretty severe lockdown. Um, and, um, it looks like New York is going to be sort of starting to open up on June 8th, which is, um, in a few days and, um, I'm in Pennsylvania. So I'm like an hour, and a half from New York city. So my area is still sort of the, the New York um, tri-state area sort of. So um, even though I live way out in the country, my area has been a little more, um, had to be a little more careful. We've had a few cases from the, from New York out here. Um, But we, we opened up here about a week ago or started to do our reopening. So we're, you know, doing that little set slowly phasing in of opening up a little bit. So it's, um, you know, It's uh, been a trying time for the whole world. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, it's. I mean, it goes on. Um, What do you so? How's I know you've been obviously as an artist, a lot of artists that I know work from home. Um, Mm -hmm. Has this been a slightly different experience for you working from home, kind of
1: being having not not having the option of going out? Well, um, you know, it's not like the biggest change for me because I work long hours. At my drawing table anyway so i'm, I'm home a lot um so um yeah, the only difference for me is like you know normally at this time of year i i travel to a lot of conventions so that that part has changed but other than that being home working long hours um is not a big change for me and i go for days on end without leaving the house anyway under normal circumstances. So it's, it's not the biggest change. Um, The biggest, probably the biggest change for me has been, you know, pretty much the, you know, with comic shops having to close for a few months, a lot of companies shut down. Like, you know, um, Archie had sort of a partial shutdown because we still sell our, our comic digests in stores, like Walmart, and they stay open. So we were still put publishing our digests, but we had to stop publishing our, other books as well as like like a lot of the other companies had to so i'd say it's been sort of like a semi shutdown now we're starting to open up again now i'm starting to to like do new material again um Mm -hmm. so that keeping busy and the whole time i've been busy because we were online we were offering um we're doing online portraits of people online uh, commissions so i've been doing i've probably been more busy than than usual so that that's been good
0: Mm -hmm how do you stay fit um stuck at home
1: i hike every day every day <laughs> okay. that's one advantage to where i live i live in the woods so um you know there's a lot of hiking trails out here and even though the government shut a couple down a couple of national state parks that were shot um most of our hiking trails were intact so i was able to go out and um and get my exercise and fortunately um the weather, you know, when this whole pandemic started, it was getting into spring anyway. So, fortunately, yeah. the weather has been agreeable. That's the one good thing. Yeah.
0: So, you know, um, I looked up that you started back in Archie uh, at Archie in, in 1987. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So, how did it start for you? Uh, that's uh, that's almost um,
1: uh,
0: 32 years back. So, how did yeah. it start for you? Were you an Archie fan before
1: that? I was, I was. Um I grew up liking comics from a very young age, like many of us in the comics industry and comic fandom. Um I I grew up liking um my first love was Harvey comics, which were Richie Rich and Casper, those characters and Archie pretty much at the same time. Um and I was always a fan of them and then, you know, once I was to get to be like eight, nine years old I started getting into the superhero comics. Um, but I always had a love for Archie, Um, and then when I went to art school, I was just more, um, when I was drawing a lot, the Archie stuff never really left me. I always was such a big fan of it, and the the style just suited my my drawing style, so yeah, it was kind of just a natural fit. Um, When I was in school, I always told people, you know, I think Archie is, you know, the company I really want to work for, and and um it was not like the, you know mostly everybody else wanted to get into superhero stuff but Archie just seemed like a natural fit and then when they came and they were looking at our portfolios um editors from the different comic companies come and look at portfolios I had some Archie samples already done and um they you know they hired me when I was in school and I started working you know ever since and then just to just to back up a little bit too it wasn't Quite as easy as it sounds, because I did show my portfolio a couple times to Archie before that and got rejected. So okay. it took about three, it took about three attempts to get hired.
0: So did so you? The did you? Was, was not,
1: uh, see, the cuber school is three years. So first year, my work okay. was not good enough. Second year, my work was not good enough. And then when I got close to graduation, my work was was good enough.
0: So um, did you um, ever interact with the likes of Dandy Carlo or Bob Montana?
1: Yeah, I was a huge, huge Dandi Carlo fan growing up. Um, he was my favorite artist. Even before we, I knew who, what his name was, because when I was a kid, they never gave credits on the comics. Yeah. So I would just look at the books and be like, oh, this artist is so good, you know. But I just didn't know him by name, just knew, knew him by his style. And then around like 1980 um they started to give credits in the archie books, so then i said know them by the artist by name but yeah dan DeCarlo carlo was um was and now it is always a huge inspiration to me i think he's you know one of the top 10 comic book artists of all time so yeah and i was lucky enough to be able to um to meet him and work with him too which was which was great
0: that's great. Um, so, you know, one of the things that you've done over the years at Archie was uh, the creation of Kevin Keller, who was, uh, the first openly gay character in the gang. And I think right. he debuted about ten years back in 2010. Um, this would probably be the 10th tenth anniversary
1: film. Yeah.
0: So could you tell us how it all started? How did you come up with the character?
1: Well, um, 2010 was about a year or two after um, we had our new... new, um, our new CEO took over John Goldwater, and then to back up a little bit, most of the years I worked at Archie. Uh, Archie's a family-owned company. It's owned by two, it still is owned by run by the two families, original families. Um, in 2008, both of the members um, of of the families passed away, about a year apart. This was around 2008. Um, so, in a, when uh, John Goldwater came in, he was the younger uh, brother of of Richard Goldwater. Um, he was sort of looking at the whole company and assessing it and was like, Hmm, Riverdale, there doesn't seem to be enough diversity here. It still feels like it's sort of set in the 1950s. And, um, of course I couldn't agree more because, you know, I've been trying to like shake things up a little bit, add more characters for the last 10 or 15 years before that. Um, they were a little hesitant only because they just didn't want to like rock the boat. They were just like, you know, we're doing great, you know, and, and we, we did have some diversity just, just wasn't enough. So, um, when John came in, he's like, just, d- just create some characters, which we need to, we need to make Riverdale part of the 21st century. So we added a lot of characters to, to much success. You know, the fans love any new characters we introduce. And then, um, when we came up with Kevin, we were like, you know, um, can we add a gay character? And, uh, John, was like i can't think of a reason not to so we just do it so we did it and um to great success kevin was a hit right away and the fans loved kevin and um you know there was very little backlash most of the backlash was from like some conservative groups here in the states but um really the archie fans were um on board with right away and then you know it just kind of it just kind of led to the um continuing um riverdale to be a more diverse place which also sort of led to like you know the, the tv show riverdale coming on and you know it all sort of made everything go in the right direction after that
0: you know actually that's one of my next questions um so i i'm in my 30s i grew up uh, on a bunch of archie comics in fact uh, i had more archie comics than dc or marvel and um for me it was the classic archie that i grew up on and a lot of people now grow up on the series like riverdale or Sabrina, which are very different than what the comics were uh what do you right. think of the series do you are you a fan of the series um, i yeah i,
1: I am I, I like the riverdale um really love the cast i think that that was everything you know the, the thing with the tv show it's always about the cast and i think yeah. um you know roberto who created the sh- series was also an Archie fan and Archie writer. So he had sort of an inside feel of what the character should be. And it reflects in the cast because the cast, almost every member of that cast is like perfect. Um, and um, so yeah, and, and Sabrina, I love Sabrina. A call was coming through, yeah. I just block it. <laughs> um, uh, Sabrina's probably my favorite. Like I think Sabrina really yeah, um, it's is, is perfect. It's
0: it's yeah, I mean I've been following the series I was really surprised by it. I mean I really like it pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah. And it was, it's I mean I found it closer to the series uh, the comic book obviously darker, but right. Um, right. But yeah, I mean it was it was a lot of fun um, watching the entire universe of Sabrina kind of be uh, planned out and um, it's funny at the same time it's dark so it it's pretty intense. Right.
1: It's actually probably lighter than the, 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 the chilling Tales comic book because the comic book was really yeah. dark. So the, yeah, show seems cool. a little, the show had a little more humor in it, which I think is good. Um, but um, I know I enjoy the shows. And, you know, even though I'm, I draw the classic stuff, and that's like my, my forte, my favorite is doing the classic stuff, um, the, the, Riverdale and Sabrina are great for the properties because a lot of people watch the shows not even knowing it's based on a comic book.
0: Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. They do their research, and their parents usually tell them, "Well, these are based on Archie comics," and um, so a lot of people go back and they they do their research on on the old you know the old comic books. So it sort of helps the um, classic um, property as well, you know, having the the TV shows on the air.
0: So, um, what about um, the new series that have been out with Mark Wade and Chip Zdarsky? Have you been following those? And what do you think of those? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean Mark Wade is such a good writer, you know, he's really good. And Zdarsky, too. Um yeah. I think of the reboots, I think I mean I think I liked the Jughead
0: uh Yeah, it was really best. funny.
1: I think the best yeah. yeah, I think that was really good. Um but again, I think it's all good. I think um, you know, I'm I'm really a purist with the classic stuff, but I don't have a, um I like oh Archie's open to very many interpretations. And it always has been, because even when we were doing just classic Archie, you know we always had this Archie superheroes and we had little Archie and you had caveman Archie, and you had so many you know Archie three thousand Archie Archie is very um, adaptable to many different uh, platforms.
0: In fact, um, my next question was all the so I have a, I, I don't know these are all the digests that I have. Um, mm-hmm. I had a bunch of them when I was growing up. But uh, some of the fun stuff that I had were the crossovers, um, like the one with Punisher, which is just weird. (laughs) And and then I had um, uh, the most um, Jughead's Diner, which was the most trippy comic I've ever read. It was the weirdest comic ever. one of my
1: favorites. And there's there's actually a collection of Jughead's Diner coming out this year.
0: Yeah, I know. I saw a preview for that. (laughs) Um, What were some of your favorite crossovers? And I know you worked on a bunch of crossovers as well, right?
1: Yeah. I've done a lot of them. Um, I think the first, the first big crossover I did was Archie meets Kiss, um, and that was a lot of fun. And then from then on, I just every, every year we were doing different crossovers. We did like the TV show Glee, we did um, Sharknado, which is insane. Um, and then I think. Um, we just did one with um, the B fifty twos, um the music yeah, race, awesome. um this past year. And um I think my that was that was a huge that was a lot of fun. Um probably my favorite was um Archie meets Batman sixty six.
0: Yeah, that was, um, probably, that, was probably,
1: that was probably the most fun I, I I've had because um it just seemed to blend so naturally. The the, the Batman yeah. sixty six with the Archie characters just seemed like it just made sense for some reason. Yeah.
0: So Um, you know, I mean, obviously all the reboots in the TV series, uh, keep Archie going, but what do you think, um, has made Archie last this long? I mean, and it keeps going on. I mean, you get new fans for it.
1: Um, the thing that keeps Archie going is just, um, in this country, Archie is just sort of like, um, like a piece of Americana. Like it just, um, you know, because Archie's been around for 80 years, so, um, you know, it's like Batman and Superman. He's been around almost as long as Batman and Superman. So, um, so many generations have grown up on Archie that um, it's just part of our, in our blood at this point. And, um, and plus, you know, you the characters never really go away because even if you're not a comic book fan, you can go into like supermarkets here and we sell the digests. Digests are everywhere yeah. here. Uh, su- supermarkets, Walmarts, Targets. So, the characters are always there and um and when people start to read the, the archie stuff they get hooked pretty fast so that's that's one and especially with the Digests, because the digests are like little history books of archie they, they there's a lot of reprints in there so people see you know the older stuff and it's almost like yeah like a, like a time capsule basically so we're just lucky um, we're just lucky that these characters resonate
0: Yeah, I mean, and now that you can, um, you have the series, the the original stuff being reprinted, and you can buy the specials. uh, A lot of people get to kind of see how Archie evolved over the years. Um, You know, the Americana series, the '40s all the way to the '80s, and um, obviously now, Um, you know, we've been we've been lucky to have you and your family visit us in India um, a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we've been to almost all the shows. In fact, the last one was right before the pandemic kicked in. Um, right, we you just know barely, um, we, just,
1: we almost right right at this, end, yeah, right I mean, the end of beginning of February so we were it was I remember exactly, coming, we, we were leaving that was right around this we started seeing a lot of people wearing masks at that time in the airport
0: Yeah that's exactly Yeah but and that's, then, so yeah, was, but that's around the time when people started talking about it and I was still in yeah. China and then obviously about 2 weeks after you left is when it kind of blew up you know Right, um, and it became yeah. uh, really big. Um, but um, you know what I wanted to ask you was obviously you've interacted with a lot of fans in India, and you see how Archie's been pretty popular here as well. Um, do you have any fun movies of interactions with Indian fans?
1: Um, oh my God, yeah! I mean, first of all, whenever I do when we do I do the um, India shows, um, you have the best uh, volunteers ever. I mean, like the you, you know it's you you don't have to worry about anything you know, there's always someone there to help you always some there to like, you know, be there for you when you need a break. But, um, no, there's just, um, so many, um, I've had so many good interactions. I can't even, I I can't even pinpoint one because the people in India are so friendly and, you know, I always, um, it's really become like one of my favorite places in in the world to go. I mean, that's why I go every time you ask because, um, I just like your, the culture of India. I love visiting and, and sightseeing. I think the sightseeing is like one of my favorite things when I go there. And um, so just everything about it. And I also like that, um, you know, the Indian, um, your culture's love of comics is so real because, you know, we I see yeah. this other places, but there's a genuine love for, for comic books there. And I'd say only second to the United States the people who have grown up on Archie. Like yeah. I was blown away so, at India comic-con because I was like, Oh my God, they know more about Archie than, than most Americans do. And yeah. <laughs> so that, that was, um, that was always, that was great. Okay. Great. great. Um,
0: thank you so much for joining me for the chat. That was it. And um, I hope to see you back at a comic-con in
1: India. soon. Absolutely. You know, you know where to find me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thanks for joining me. Thank you very much. Yeah, take care.
0: Okay, guys, um, that was Dan Parent. Um, and we'll have another episode next week with another fun guest from, uh, from the Comic-Con Universe. Um, if you, I see a lot of people joining us now, you can just, I'll just video will be live in like about two minutes you can watch the entire chat he talks about Archie and uh, Riverdale and he talks about the series and also the reboots um, Kevin Keller and everything else and also uh, the awesome Indian fans um, who really love Archie so uh thanks for joining me I'll have the copy book recommendations in the caption and also places that you can contribute I'll see you next week with another fun guest thank you and stay safe and stay home